Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. It's time for Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome in. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope you had an outstanding week. We're coming to you here on ESPN Radio. Most days, SWX Montana Television. Actually, not sure if we're on SWX or not today, but if you do want to watch the show, you like the visual element, go down to that ESPN Montana app as well. Time to get to today. Got some news updates when it comes to Lady Grizz basketball and the Missoula Paddleheads. Also... Quite a story out of Pocatello, Idaho, by way of Southern Arizona. And the NBA Finals got underway last night. What a comeback by the Celtics. We also have a stacked slate of guests. Ethan Abbott, who is a senior at Florence High School, about to graduate, on his way to Montana State to play football, one of the best athletes in the state of Montana these last couple of years, and a key element, a key uh, member of Florence's Unbelievable state championship team. I, I've heard from several coaches around the state that uh, talked about this being one of, if not the greatest, most talented Class B team that we've seen here in Montana. And uh, part of the big, uh, a big part, literally a big part of that reason is Ethan Abbott, who goes about 6'4", 280. So uh, 
Excited to have Ethan in the studio here about 4.30. And then Morris Cron, who is the head coach of the Florence softball team, is actually just kind of circumstantial that we had, uh, we're going to have back-to-back Florence guests. But it's been a great year for sports uh, down there in the Bitterroot Valley across the board. Hamilton High School winning the Class A championship in football. Florence taking home the Class B championship in football. And then recently, a second consecutive Class BC championship in softball. Their 12th overall. The division's only been around since 1999. So um, we will catch up with Coach Cron to wrap up hour number one. Then hour number two, a couple more great guests for you. First, Alyssa Beauchart. She's a senior at Big Timber High School, Sweetgrass County High School, actually, for those keeping track, in Big Timber. She is headed to Montana State on a track scholarship. She was one of the great athletes in the Class B ranks these last couple years, helped lead Big Timber to consecutive Class B girls track and field championships. So she'll join us to start off hour number two. Carolyn, our good friend, the chick who doesn't know sports, will swing by as well. And as we do every Friday, we got free pizza for you. It's Friday Pie Day presented by Front Street Pizza here in Missoula. They're located right there on Front Street, right across from the old public library, about a block away from the new public library, right there below uh, Rome Student Housing. So if you need something to eat tonight, what a great place to get a little family dinner on a Friday, get it for delivery, pick up, whatever. But we have a pizza for you. So about 5.15, we'll be giving you an opportunity to win a free large pizza from Front Street Pizza. All you're going to have to do is call us. Andrew will get your name. He'll call down there. They'll get you a piping hot pizza ready for you. Friday Pie Day presented by Front Street Pizza uh, of Missoula. That's your show, Outlook, presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any real estate questions you might have, give Brent and his team a call today. It's been a fun week for me, I, I must say. Uh, I was in Helena yesterday uh, golfing in the Grizzly Scholarship Association tournament and then broadcasting live from the Bill Roberts Golf Course. And then today, played a little golf early this morning as well, and uh, that was a great fun time as well. And I saw our great friends out there at Canyon River Golf Club. And Canyon, definitely one of my favorite courses in Missoula. But we had a a fun threesome today. And uh, the greens out there rolling really, really good. Uh, Yours truly, you could tell I played in a scramble on Thursday. I mentioned that I played with Ryan Featherston and Andy Pedic, a couple former number 37s for the Montana Grizzlies. It was a really fun round. Uh, But we also played with uh, Mark McGurin as well as Steve Johnson, a couple other local Helena guys there. Mark McGurin, the father of Chase McGurin, who's coming to the University of Montana to play football, and uh, Steve, an accountant there here uh, in Helena. But it was so fun playing in this in this group because, first of all, those XD linemen guys, they got some great energy, and uh, they're fun to hang out with, fun to talk sports with. But also, uh, Mark and Steve, a little bit new to the game, not very well practiced, you know, not – not serious, quote-unquote, golfers like some of us consider ourselves. And uh, it was just so fun playing with them because they were just so captivated by our ability to hit the ball. And uh, it was like having a little uh, a little cheering section there to root you on. All that said, anybody that knows, when you go from scramble golf one day to um, to individual golf the following day, well, you can get some little hitches in your giddy-up. Well, you can, uh, it affects your, your mentality and your swing a little bit. So yours truly, I went bogey, 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 bogey <laughs> to begin the round. And then I got, went out and got myself a quad on uh, hole number seven, which is a par three. He's played about 200 today, but roped one out of bounds on the tee shot, then roped one into the sand. 
So I had to do a little a little meditation, and uh, I got the meditation in, and ended up parring eight of the last eleven. So I went. 4838. <laughs> There's a lot of ways to get to your 86. A lot of ways to get to your, uh, you know, 11 or 12 handicap, whatever I'm playing at these days. But uh, felt good being out there. And that's all to say, we are happy once again to partner with Canyon River and uh, give you uh, all of the uh, updates on the conditions of the course and uh, let you know sort of the ins and outs. I also must say, hole 13, which is one of the signature holes there at Canyon River. Part of why it's signature is it's up on the the butte there, like staring right into the canyon. The wind is devilish out there. Today, though, the one of the first times I've ever played that course, I probably played that course a hundred times, and one of the first times ever there was no wind. So that was one of my pars, and uh, proud of it. So I appreciate Canyon River for their continued support of us here at ESPN Radio. Go check out Canyon River. You can make tee times online or by calling there uh, into the clubhouse. Uh, but it's uh, it's a busy place, so get out there and. Uh, get going but really good shape right now and a really fun course so go check out canyon river out there uh in east missoula it's new on is now espn radio swx montana television yesterday's news and i touched on it during yesterday's show but i wanted to talk to andrew houghton our producer behind the glass here about this sophia styles who was a fifth year senior last year for the montana lady grizz she entered the ncaa transfer portal uh i was surprised how surprised so many people were by this um i wasn't surprised by this i guess i was a little surprised that maybe sophia styles wanted to play another year of college basketball period but i was not surprised the fact that she wanted if she was going to play another year of college basketball i was almost certain it was not going to be for the montana lady grizz last year in his first year brian holsinger did a good job they won 19 games last year the lady grizz did but he sort of implied and, and, and also sort of kind of directly said that the, the senior class would not be back. I mean, he bid them farewell. And he said glowing nice things about the class that included Styles, Abby Anderson, uh, Sammy Fatkin, Naya Morris-Nelson, and Kylie Froelich. They celebrated senior night, all of them did, and uh, were celebrated by the Dahlberg Arena faithful. And since the end of the season... Kylie Froelich went back to her track route. She was a, a state champion javelin thrower at Missoula Sentinel. She ended up competing at the Outdoor Big Sky Championships for the Grizz track team. So that was sort of a, you know, next chapter after basketball. Naya Morris-Nelson, who hails from Australia, she's on her way back uh, to her home country to play professionally. Uh, not sure what Abby Anderson is up to, but uh, I think made clear, at least to this point, maybe maybe she'll surprise people, I don't know, but pretty made pretty clear that she wasn't coming back. Then Sammy Thacken got her final year back. The reason it, that was in question is all of these athletes got an extra year of eligibility because of the year that was so impacted by the pandemic. Well, Thacken didn't play that year. For those that remember, she transferred from Arizona, played for the Lady Grizz for a season and a half, then left the team at semester. Then a couple months later, that's when corona, uh, COVID-19 and the coronavirus started uh, wrecking all sports. And... So then the year that was so impacted, Thacken was not on the Lady Grizz roster. She returned last year in Holsinger's first year. So for her, it was actually an NCAA waiver that she needed to get to get that last year. Well, she got it. She's coming back. That all leads to Styles. Styles said uh, throughout the stretch run of her senior year that she didn't know what her future plans were. But again, it was implied pretty thoroughly that if she was to come back, it wasn't going to be at Montana. So now she's into the portal. She's exploring other options. Uh, she had some some classy and and uh, 
reverent quotes about University of Montana basketball uh, in the Missoulian. Bill Speltz, the guy who, who broke the story and spoke to Styles directly. But I guess the point of me updating this news is first to give you the news, but also I, w- I, I, I was surprised by how surprised people were by this. This was the number one question at the GSA tournament in Helena. And again, I guess I was a little surprised that Sophia Styles would come back, but I had already assumed in my head if she was to come back, it wouldn't be for the Montana Lady Grizz. So, Andrew, what did you think of this? I mean, you covered some Lady Grizz last year, and we talked about it on the show a lot. It was sort of implied that, that none of these were going to come back, and the only one that maybe was going to come back was Fatkin, but that was about a waiver, nothing else, right? Yeah, it was interesting the way that they were addressing this the whole time, basically, because there was communications from the program after the season that Styles and Anderson were both sort of looking for professional opportunities. Like, that was sort of the update on them after the season. And that, of course, implied that she wouldn't be back, but not that she would be trying to continue her college career. So it's just... Uh, in, interesting to look at the the roster now and how it's turned over. Basically, a, a clean break from that first year under Brian Holsinger with Sammy Fatkin and some of the younger girls. Really, the only ones coming back. Uh, I guess how you interpret that and and how you uh, consider that for the outlook of the program depends on sort of how you viewed their last year, whether it was a step forward or whether it was something where. You know, they did need a clean break. I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that there's an implication among the discussion about this that Brian Holsinger brought in Gina Markson and then therefore Sophia Styles is leaving. I think those are mutually exclusive yeah, events. Yeah, the timing's just weird, though. It is weird, right? But I, I think that the program had moved on from Styles, and th- this decision basically indicated that Styles had moved on from the program but not moved on from basketball yet. That's basically just how I took it. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television. The Missoula Paddleheads season is fully underway. We have Paddleheads games every single night that they are on the radio. They are playing a uh, blistering schedule. 92 games over the next, I think it was 105 total days on the calendar. So not very many uh, days off. Jeff Safford's been doing a great job uh, of calling the games for us. It's a big weekend this weekend with Great Falls in town, a homestand. Uh, and they've been playing the Voyagers for what seems like forever. They have already played the Voyagers six games in a row. Uh, so far, they are two and four in those games. They have the game tonight, which is Pride Night, in conjunction with Missoula's Pride Weekend. Saturday is Star Wars Night down there at Ogren Park Allegiance Field. Great Falls in town once again. And then Sunday is Kids Free Sunday. So every kid under 12 will get to the ballpark for free. So right now the uh, Missoula Paddle, it's 5-4 to start the season. 2-4 and four against Great Falls, but a big three-game uh, stretch to wrap up the homestand. And should be good crowds given the, the promotions and uh, all the other stuff that they got uh, cooking down there. Uh, with Missoula. Another piece of, of somber and shocking news uh, yesterday. I, Idaho State uh, parted ways with Rob Fennessy after last season, and then they hired Charlie Regal. And Charlie Regal's a guy that uh, came with uh, a good reputation, a guy that uh, has been special teams coordinator at Cal. That's sort of been a formula, hiring FBS special teams coordinators at, uh, as, excuse me, as head coaches in the big sky. Jay Hill was that at Utah before taking over at Weber State. Jeff Choate was that at a variety of schools, including Florida and Washington, before taking over at Montana State. And then since leaving to take a similar spot at uh, Texas, uh, 
And uh, it's been kind of just across. I mean, Bobby Houck was a special teams coordinator at San Diego State. So there's a lot of ST guys as head coaches in the big sky. And uh, Charlie Riggle's the next one. Well, one of the members of his staff, Devontae Neal, he was charged with first-degree murder yesterday. He received multiple uh, felony charges. This was reported on by Greg Woods of the Idaho State Journal, which Andrew, our producer, he was at the Idaho State Journal uh, before coming here uh, back to Missoula to work for us here at ESPN Radio. And uh, a variety of, of felony charges including one count of a drive-by shooting, which is a Class two felony, one count of discharging a firearm at a structure. Uh, so this is all bad. I don't really want to get into the speculation of the details of what happened. I have my sort of theory, but the fact of the matter is that this stems back from November of 2017. Devontae Neal swiftly removed from the Idaho State website and subsequently fired uh, Statements already from the Idaho State President and the Idaho State Athletic Director. And uh, I don't know. I don't really know if I want to give much of an opinion about this until we know more about the trial. But this was shocking news um, out of Pocatello. And uh, certainly, at the very least, the one opinion I will give, I don't think it's opinion, this is a fact, this is a bad look for a first-year head coach. Charlie Regal has not coached a game at Idaho State and he's got scandal on his hands. They're going to try to wash their hands of it as fast as possible. The fact that it dates back to 2017, uh, I don't know if that gives them more leeway or less, but either way, uh, this wasn't good uh, coming out of Pokey yesterday. Um, you were actually the one that sent this to me, Andrew, so your your thoughts of uh, what went down with uh, Devontae Neal getting arrested. Yeah, sort of a shocking story to watch unfold, Coulter, because first the news was that Devontae Neal had been arrested. I mean, and that was all that we heard. And then the news was that it was connected to a crime in Arizona. And then when the news dropped of the charges, uh, that was the biggest bombshell of all. That's not what you expect to see uh, when you're sort of following a story like that. Certainly... uh, a somber and sad occasion as as far as what it means for ISU and, and for Charlie Raggle there. I mean, Devontae Neal was one of Charlie Raggle's guys. I mean, he's not a guy who had a, a ton of background in coaching, but Raggle coached him in high school when he was a big recruit, uh, two-time Arizona Gatorade Player of the Year, went to Notre Dame, and then I think back to Arizona. That's right. Not not a ton of, of other coaching experience. I think this was, you know, one of Charlie Raggle's, I, I think you would call him a protege, just a guy who he sure. had coached when he was a player, who he, who he brought on for his first head coaching opportunity. So uh, not good in in that context either. No one is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Uh, let's talk some NBA finals. We are back on SWX, by the way. Uh, so it'll be sort of intermittent as the uh, the NAIA College World Series is it still carrying on? Is it still going? Is that right? No, what a story, Coulter. Okay, so, so this, this is over now. So you were actually emailing me yesterday about the, the game. So uh, it's over. Who won the national championship? I guess just take people through what went down in the NAIA World Series. So the NAIA World Series was supposed to finish up last night. Lewis Clark State in the finals along with Southeastern. So Southeastern got through the bracket undefeated. So Lewis and Clark State needed to beat them twice to win the title. Crazy game in the first game. Lewis Clark State was up big. Southeastern came back to make it 10-9, two on, two outs in the ninth, 3-2 count. Uh, Southeastern guy gets rung up on a borderline low pitch, goes crazy. So 
so that sets up the winner-take-all game. I thought they were putting that off for another day, but no, they were back on SWX warming up for the next game 15 minutes after that crazy first game. That game eventually rain-delayed last night, the winner-take-all, so they finished it up this morning in Southeastern, finished off Lewis and Clark State for the NAIA title. Just a, a, a crazy schedule. I would have been... Uh, beat coming back from a game with all that emotion of the first game, coming back and playing winner-take-all championship in the second game, and then have a postponement this morning. So that's that's what happened, and we should be back on SWX for the foreseeable future. There you go. That's your update. It is a Friday, by the way, and uh, I, I just remembered because it was just so good. I had to drink it before the show because we were recording with our good friend Carolyn, probably as close to showtime as we ever had. But I had a nice... Triple shot iced Americano. It's warm outside, so the iced coffee doesn't make me seem so weird. I drink iced coffee year-round, but uh, I think that the uh, the barista gives me a less weird look when it's uh, during the nice weather rather than, you know, middle of February like I always like to do. But no matter where you're at in Montana, especially in Missoula, there's a Florence Coffee Company near you. You can stay up late. Go get yourself some caffeine tonight. Get your Friday night started off right. I just saw the big man walk in, Ethan Abbott, a senior at Florence High School, And a Montana State Bobcat football recruit joins us next as our continuation of interviews with future D1 football players from the state of Montana. Ethan Abbott, Florence High School here on Nuanas Now, right after this. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Sophia Styles will play one more season of college basketball, and the former Montana Gatorade Player of the Year will play outside of the Treasure State for the first time in her basketball career. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. On Thursday afternoon, the Missoulian confirmed with Styles that she had entered the NCAA transfer portal. The two-time Gatorade Player of the Year from Malta was a second-team All-Big Sky selection as a fifth-year senior for the Lady Grizz last season. Styles, who missed time with injuries her first two years at Montana, gets a sixth year because of the year she and so many other college basketball players had impacted because of COVID-19. Styles celebrated senior night along with classmates Sammy Fackin, Abby Anderson, Kylie Froelich, and Naya Morris-Nelson in February. First-year head coach Brian Holsinger implied that none would return to the Lady Grizz. Fackin did not play college basketball during the pandemic-impacted season, but earned a final year of eligibility through the NCAA last month. She will, in fact, return for her last year at Montana. Montana added former All-Big Sky point guard Gina Markson as a transfer from Idaho earlier this offseason. And finally, ex-Montana statewide receiver Travis Johnson was cut by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers earlier this week after Johnson was charged with driving under the influence. The 25-year-old was arrested at 3 a.m. Monday morning. Johnson was on Tampa's practice squad when the Bucs won the Super Bowl two seasons ago. 
This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. It began my dreams, imagination, perfectly at peace. So I move along a bit higher. I'll be up a bit away, up a bit away. Cause they don't judge me anyway. So whatever. I'll be up a bit away, up a bit away. Cause in the end, they'll judge me anyway. So whatever. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. And back on SWX Montana Television. Appreciate you being here. Also, go get, go get that ESPN Montana app in your life. Great way to follow this show, both live and archived, each and every day. Also, a great way to follow Grizz Hockey, Grizz Lacrosse, and we got a bunch of other content coming for you right around the corner as well. So go get that ESPN Montana app. We are coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Northwest Motorsport here in Missoula, the corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also find them online at NW msrocks.com. Dive into a little prep extra. It's presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. We have been catching up with a lot of the in-state products that are going to go play Division I football this next year. We're joined now by Ethan Abbott. He's a senior for one more day at Florence High School. He's headed to Montana State on a football scholarship. Thanks for being here, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. So first and foremost, graduation tomorrow. So uh, how are you feeling about it? It's kind of crazy when your high school career comes to an end. I know. It, it's exciting. It's been a long time coming, and I'm ready to be done with high school. So let's start with your story, because uh, so often in-state guys, uh, in-state football players, they're going to go play for the Cats or the Grizz. A lot of them are from Montana. Their families have been here forever. You know, a lot of times, my dad played for the Grizz. This guy's dad played for the Cats, whatever. But you're actually from the other side of the country. So tell people kind of your story. You, you just moved to Montana a couple years ago. Yeah, so so we've lived all over um, and always came to Montana to visit in summer. Uh, we've always had a lot of family live here, um, coming out of Anaconda and generations growing up in Anaconda. So we'd always come back and visit um, during the summers and go to a, a Grizz game or do something here in Missoula. Um, and then the Navy took us to the East Coast for a little bit, and then Dad retired out of the Navy, so we so we moved here and settled down, and we're done with moving. Well, that's awesome and uh, interesting experience, right? Because moving's moving's hard, but also you know I think each move helps you grow a little bit too, right? So I mean, did you learn a lot from moving around a little? Well, then at some point, otherwise, decisions have to be made before you just start, you know as he gets to his year, his option oh, year, or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're never going to say he has a cannon for an arm. Like, no. That's just not part of his game. But he is accurate. I do think that the argument, and I've, you know, I've been part of it where I've questioned it. But you have to take a look at a deeper level of understanding around the numbers with him. Like the argument that he doesn't have, like the accuracy is not the exact same thing as he doesn't have the arm strength. Like he typically is a fairly accurate quarterback. He completed sixty-seven, like nearly sixty-eight percent of his passes in two thousand twenty-one. That's seventh in the NFL. So you're top ten in that. Does it matter that you're like bottom 15 in terms of passes thrown 25 air yards or more? Like a lot, a lot of quarterbacks have made a lot more with a lot less than that, and they've still been successful. So we'll see how Tua can uh, turn how he's upset with how he's viewed into a positive this season. Straight ahead, we hear from Joe Girardi, the Phillies manager that lost his job today. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. When you look at Draymond Green and Kevon Looney's stat line, they aren't good. Who's picking up the slack no, for Golden State? Get more from the guys Monday morning at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. 
How do you make the most of your land? If you ask the Wrens, who run with us on a John Deere mower, they tell you... I mow first, then I do all the trimming. But the Hubbards, who work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, would say... If it's something you want, just go after it and try it. Then there's the Mosers, who may mention from the seat of their John Deere Gator UTV... You can't be all working on play. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deer.com. Nothing runs like a deer. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's this... Motivator for the season. Um, our coach, uh, Coach Pat, he made a, a flag that had 8-6 to six on it, the score of that game. Remind you every day. Yeah, remind us every day. He brought it to the games and stuck it in the ground on the sideline. We just look over it and just remember that that's where we were last year. Now let's get somewhere else this year. And you guys, you probably expected it and knew you had a chance to be at least really good because you had so many guys coming back. You were just rattling off all the guys that you played with, all the places they're going to college. But uh, Luke Mackey was a great contributor when you guys were juniors. Pat Duchesne Jr., the, the quarterback, he was only a sophomore. Blake Shoup is in your class as well, who's headed to Tech. Uh, Tristan Payette, you mentioned, who's going to go to Carroll. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of good players. So um, how do you think you guys sort of handled that? Because you probably knew you were going to be pretty good, but also having the target on your back, that's kind of tough. Yeah, yeah. So we, we knew that we were going to have a very successful season, so we, we focused a lot of our time in the weight room, getting stronger and faster than all the other teams. Um, but, yeah, we, we spent a lot of time just in the weight room preparing ourselves for the season. When you first came here uh, to Montana – when you were when you kind of saw the guys in your class, I mean, you can see that they're all pretty talented. So, I mean, did that kind of help drive you along too? I mean, did you realize you were kind of stepping into a competitive group? Uh, it definitely did. Yeah, it it made me realize like, okay, I'm not just going to show up and automatically be the best. Like, I got to show up and prove myself. And then you guys get to your senior year, and uh, like you said, you had big goals. You knew you were going to be good, but you guys were flat dominant and really never tested and just rolled all the way uh, to the Class B state championship. So. What were some of your favorite memories from the season? How were you guys able to have such a such a sterling mark? I mean, it, it was it was pretty dominant this year for Florence. Let's see. Definitely one of the one of my favorite memories was uh, our season opener against Manhattan. Everybody was saying. And Manhattan had won the state championship yeah. the year before. Yeah. So they had the target on their back, and they're saying that they're the best in the state. And then we went down there and didn't let them score. So that was that was awesome. It, it is. Uh, it was an impressive run all the way from start to finish for sure. Ethan Abbott in studio here. On Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Stay tuned about, oh, 45 minutes from now. We got a free pizza for you. It's Friday Pie Day presented by Front Street Pizza of Missoula. All you're going to have to do is call in, and uh, we'll have a pizza ready for you down there at Front Street Pizza to pick up. So stay tuned for that about 5.15. Uh, we'll be doing that. Also, thanks to Farmer State Bank for the uh, presentation of this prep extra Let's talk a little bit about uh, Montana State. So when did uh, the recruiting process first kind of start? Did they probably first start getting a hold of you when you were a junior? Yeah, so it would have been the end of the junior school year was when it really started picking up after I had gone down to their camp. They, they started recruiting me pretty heavily. And then not too long after them, the Grizz started to recruit me as well. Did you have any, any preconceived notions of this, or I guess – were you familiar at all with these two programs, being that you weren't really from here? Oh, definitely, yeah. I've, I've been to several Grizz games nice. growing up, so I've, I've always been a, a Grizz fan. 
but then uh, just throughout the recruiting process, I, I became a, a Cat fan. <laughs> that's that's so interesting because you kind of had an objective view. A lot of times when people uh, are from Montana, like I say, you know, sometimes there's family ties on either side. So uh, just take us through what you like about Montana State. I mean, what sort of things in recruiting uh, did they tell you that uh, kind of grabbed your attention? Uh, I, I love the staff, and I, I love how real world they are. They're straightforward. They'll talk to you like you're a person, and they, they'll uh, – just make you feel really at home and that that was one of the main factors was like okay I this is a place where I can see myself playing when you play at uh, a small school like Florence you play a lot of, of spots right I mean you were going both ways probably play a little special team sometimes too what's Montana State see at probably on on defense yep so uh, defensive line probably a uh, interior definitely an interior um for the D-line yep so is that what you prefer? I mean, is, is uh, do you like the defensive side of the ball? Oh, yeah. Defense is way better than offense. <laughs> it's an interesting mentality because linemen, sometimes, you're wired one way or the other, right? What is it about defense that you like? I, I love to tackle people. That, that's, that's it. I, I love to get off O-linemen and go make the tackle in the backfield. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, uh, have you dove much into the stuff Montana State's running? Are you familiar with their scheme at all? Yeah, so I, I've been watching a lot of their games over and over again and just kind of preparing myself for when I get there and also talking with Coach Howe, get making sure that I'm ready to go. Hey, so you made this commitment last fall, right? Yep. Uh, so Montana State was in the midst of a good year at that moment, and then it became a great year as they run all the way yeah. to the national championship. So what did you think of just the Bobcats running? That must have felt, made you feel pretty good. Hey, the team I'm committed to, pretty dang good. You go to the national championship yeah, game. It, it definitely, like, Reinsured me that yep this is the right decision I made the right decision but yeah so I committed right after the gold rush game which would have been their uh, home opener sure so were you on campus for that game yep I was so what'd you think of the atmosphere that was crazy it was it was a pretty insane atmosphere just everybody in gold and but yeah it was it was awesome I mean they roll it all all out all the way every time they have the gold rush game definitely one of the great games in the state of Montana oh, yeah, at sure. the uh, college football level Ethan Abbott joining us here in studio a senior at Florence High School, and on his way to Montana State. How about the uh, the campus? I mean, what what'd you think of just the school? Do you have any idea what you want to study? I'm leaning towards business. Okay, um, Jake Jabs Business School, brand new. That was probably impressive for you to yeah, see when well, you're over there. All the buildings, even the new engineering building, the new dorm halls, the new dining facilities. I mean, it was all it was all really nice. I mean, uh, when you got an architect specialty at your school, right, and an engineering too, probably should have some pretty good buildings. But Montana State, that campus is uh, is definitely looking nice. Um, what has you interested in business? Do you have any uh, any inkling? Uh, just a business degree will take you a long way For sure. in life. And balancing football, it's it's not going to be a major challenge. It's definitely going to be a lot of hard work, but it's not going to be like doing astrophysics or something like that. <laughs> totally. Uh, you mentioned Sean Howe, who uh, seems like he's very popular with the players and uh, talk about having great production out of his defensive line last year, from Daniel Hardy to Chase Benson to Amandre Williams. Uh, pretty salty up front. So uh, what do you think of Coach Howe? Uh, he's a great guy. He's awesome. He's he's like the realest guy you'll ever meet. Um, he he's all party and, and then he's all business when he needs to be. But he, he's an awesome guy. Absolutely. Uh, what do you think of uh, just joining this Montana State team? I mean, what are you most excited about? Uh, definitely just starting. Yeah, right. I've been waiting, uh, just counting down the days till I'm actually there to actually put on the the jersey and the pads and go compete. You were pretty young before you moved to Montana. So did you get any recruiting interest before you came here? Uh, before I came here, no, I actually never really had college in mind, and then right. and then the recruiting started to come, and I was like, okay, this is 
I can keep playing football and go to college. This is a pretty good deal. So you must have been pretty excited when you realized, hey, you know, and, and you get to play some big-time football, too, because this is, I mean, biggest show in town, both Montana and Montana State. Exactly, yeah. Um, Ethan Abbott joining us here in studio. In studio, He's from Florence High School, headed to Montana State uh, on a football scholarship. So tell us, what's between now and then? Uh, you mentioned you're going in July. So what do you got planned this next month? Uh just working out really yeah making sure i'm in the best shape and the strongest i can be going in there before they make me even stronger and faster for sure so uh, they probably sent you a program and stuff yep yep. they sent me a program i've been doing that since uh really since i signed been working on that program well super cool and uh it'll be fun to watch you develop fun to watch you grow uh last thing for you it's, it's it's interesting that maybe you thought you didn't really have aspirations for this and so uh, what did it feel like when you first signed, or when you first realized, hey, I actually am going to keep playing football. I actually am going D1. It, it did not fee- feel real. Right. It, it was it was like a crazy feeling. The uh, the coaches brought me into their office because so the the cats won the game, so we, we all went down to the field, yep. and then I met up with Coach Howell, and I was like, I'm going to commit right now. And then so uh, he brought me into his office, and all the coaches were just coming in and out, and just like, yeah, this is awesome. Just all super happy and excited for me, and. It was just a, an unreal feeling. Well, I guess before we get you out of here, we got to get your thoughts on Coach Vegan too, because uh, pretty good debut year, pretty good year one for a, a, a head coach. So, uh, what do you think of this coach and uh, how he's running that program? I think he's doing he's doing a great job. Um, he's keeping it. Uh, he's a great leader. Um, but I love the things that he does. But he's doing a great job down there. He's uh, he's just so straightforward, right? You know exactly yep. what you're getting. Yep. And we appreciate Brett Vegan for uh, all his time he spends here with us here on Nuanas Now. Thanks for coming by, man. This was fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. I our, appreciate it. our prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Ethan Abbott, Florence High School, on his way to Montana State. We'll keep on catching up with future Bobcats, future Grizzlies that hail from Montana. But right now, we're going to keep it on the Florence angle. The Florence softball team won their second straight Class BC championship over the weekend. Morris Cron, the head coach of the softball team, will join us next. Keep it right here. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. The Advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the Advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'm a tough sky. Gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'm a tough sky. When they thought pink polos are hurt the rock Before Cam got the pop, the doors is closed I felt like bad boy street team I couldn't work the locks, now let's go Take them back to the plan Me and my mama hopped in that U-Haul van Any pessimists, I ain't talk to them Plus I ain't had no phone in my apartment What up, Montana? Welcome back Appreciate you kicking with us here on your Friday Friday means it's Friday Pie Day. How about that? I've been shooting for this for a long time. We give you sandwiches and wings 
and sometimes some wine, some beer. We give you all the good stuff, all the healthy stuff. But I've been trying to get a pizza giveaway for years here at ESPN Radio. Well, look at us now. Nuanas now has a little Friday Pie Day ask action for you to close your week each and every week. Presented by Front Street Pizza. That's coming up here in about 30 minutes, so stay tuned for that. About 5.15, we will give you the chance to win a large pizza from Front Street Pizza. We are coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. This last weekend, one filled with the crowning of high school sports champions. We had the uh, all four classes of boys and girls track and field. We had all three classifications of softball, AA and BC. BC shares a division at the Montana level for softball. We had BC golf, B and C. They're not combined. B and C golf tournaments this uh, last weekend and state tennis. So uh, a ton of accolades and trophies and all that sort of stuff to go around. So we are going to continue to make the rounds with members of uh, various state championship teams, whether it's in softball or track and field or whatever. But one of the great dynasties going right now in uh, high school sports in the state of Montana is the Florence Falcons on the softball diamond. The Falcons won their 12th overall state championship on Saturday. Uh, They did it with a slugfest with a 14-11 win. And that's back-to-back for Florence and uh, 12 in 23 years. It's just since 1999 does the uh, Class BC division um, host softball. So we are going to be joined here uh, just about, oh, he's on the run. He's on the line, Andrew says. Morris Cron, the head coach of the Florence softball team, joining us here on ESPN Radio on Nuanas now. Coach, congratulations on uh, yet another state title there at Florence. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks a lot. So, first of all, take us through just the dynamic of defending because, uh, as a lot of coaches will tell you, maybe the only thing harder than winning a championship in sports is defending a championship, is repeating as champions. So you guys uh, navigated the entire season with that sort of target on your back, but you were able to come away with a, uh, a great win in a slugfest in the state championship game. So uh, just take us through sort of the arc of your season. What did it take to not only win one, but win a second straight one? Well, um, we have some uh, really good coaching. Um, our uh, coaches are, are um, real seasoned, um, good coaches. Our, our softball players are, are um, real seasoned softball players. Uh, they have really good softball IQ um, we played a lot of games, um, and we come into this season just trying to take it one game at a time and, and work on, on getting better every game. Um, we knew that uh, um, there was lots of teams that would love to beat us, and uh, we had to focus every week and, and every game. So I think we did a pretty good job, and I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. In the final game of the season, 14-11 over St. Ignatius, Arlie, Charlotte, the co-op there uh, of sort of the Evero Hill area of Montana. And I know you, you played this squad a bunch, Coach. So what was it like going against a team that you played a handful of times uh, throughout the season? Well, we played them a lot last year and this year. Um, they're real good. We, we know it. Um, 
We've watched their girls play. Uh, we know what they got. They know what we got. Um, and when you play each other that many times, there's really, you know, nothing hidden. It's all out there, and they know what we're going to do, and we know what they're going to do. So um, we were just thrilled that we uh, hit the ball as well as we did and, and made enough plays to win. Morris Cron joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. He's the head coach of the Florence Carlton High School softball team. They won their second straight Class BC State Championship over the weekend in Lewistown. And uh, you lead me right to my next question, Coach. You're talking about the offensive onslaught. 14 runs in the state championship game is pretty good, but oftentimes in softball we see, when we get to these state title games, the opposite side of it, uh, pitcher's duels, because a lot of times you ride your hot pitcher all the way to the final game. So uh, what went into sort of the the way that this game played out, 25 total runs, uh, an offensive showcase in the state championship? Well, we're, uh, we work really hard on the hitting department along with the whole aspect of softball and, and with that uh, familiarity with, with Mac and knowing what they had, knowing that they were going to score runs, uh, we knew we were going to have to score runs and, and uh, um, we, we hit the ball all the way through our lineup well. Um, our, we got uh, home runs out of our, um, our freshman and a junior. Um, we really, really work hard all year at, at being uh, effective hitters. And also you have a, a veteran pitcher who you've ridden for a couple seasons now. Claire Kovach had a great uh, state tournament as well. So just having sort of security on the bump, how much confidence do you think that gives you and your, your entire team? Well, um, Kylie's thrown so well for, you know, several years. She actually got a pitch in the, when she was freshman in the state championship game where they lost, and that sort of fueled her fire to, to be, you know, she's wanting to be the best pitcher in the state. And uh, she works really hard in the off season, and, and, and she works hard every practice, and she's uh, been a joy to coach um, her, her discipline. Uh, for pitching and throughout the game of softball is, is really nice to see. Maurice Crosby joining us here on ESPN Radio. Nuanas now. 102.9 FM. Maybe you're tuning in on the ESPN Montana app. If you're not, go get that app in your life. Great way to follow along on this show, both live and archived each and every weekday. The Florence Carlton High School softball team, Class BC champions for the second year in a row, the 12th time in the last 23 years. So how about that dynamic, Coach? How do you keep this thing rolling? Because uh, Florence has been the dominant team in the division since the creation of the division back in 1999. Well, it's it's one of those things where, you know, we're our coaching staff will work all summer at, uh, you know, at different levels. Um, I'll be coaching um, um, fifth and sixth grade Tavel team that's got a lot of Florence girls on it. Um, and we'll all put the time in and and try to, to keep uh, uh, producing, um, you know, top quality softball players year in and year out. And so far we've been pretty good at it. So we're, we're going to keep working at it and try to, maintain that high level of softball. How much do you think sort of having the continuity that can exist in a small town helps you guys? I mean, do you think having that youth program and sort of uh, instilling that tradition and culture in in the young girls, do you think that helps you kind of carry this on? Well, I I do. I think that, uh, you know, 
those, uh, you know, second, third, fourth graders get to see those girls playing and get to see them on TV, you know, and uh, I think that uh, the notoriety that the Florence team um, has received over the years helps keep um, the young girls interested in playing. I also find it interesting because softball's always been a big sport in Montana um, at the high school level, but now the Grizz have softball as well, and that's only been for a handful of years, but it seems like that probably can draw young gals to the game as well. So, I mean, do you see that? Do you see sort of a, a maintenance at least or maybe even an increase in popularity because there's a, a college softball team just you know 20 minutes down the road from where you guys are at? Well, I think that really helps us here in Florence, you know, and, and I think in, in some ways we have an advantage over teams like uh, Shepard and, and, and sure. Cutbank and Glasgow because we have that that's so close so we can go watch it and we encourage the girls at the younger level to go watch the Grizzly plays because it's, it's fun to watch that college high-level softball. It is fun. It's so fast-paced. It's so exciting. And, uh, I mean, that's true for the high school level as well. Morris Cron joining us. He is the head coach at Florence High School. They just won the state softball championship for the second year in a row, the 12th time in the last 23 years. And, Coach, uh, give us sort of an outlook of this team. I mean, how much is a veteran squad? How much do you guys have coming back? What's the future look like uh, for Florence now as, as you turn the chapter after this state championship? Well, we have the four seniors that are that have dominated and started since they've been freshmen. That that's going to be tough to to replace. Um, but we've got a good young crew that uh, got varsity playing time this year. Had several freshmen playing a lot, uh, um, and sophomores and and juniors. So um, we're hoping that uh, we can do a good job at getting everybody out and getting them prepared for next year and and uh, challenging for that state title again next year. And it always is hard when you have to move on, especially from a special group that did play so much varsity softball, like you mentioned. But what, what will you as the coach remember about this group, about this team? I mean, what, what memories will, will resonate with you from this latest state championship run? Um, I, I really feel that um, it's probably as complete a team as I've ever coached. From, from the um, girls that come in, that subbed in, um, to the girls that were the starters. Uh, um, we had subs come in and get base hits um, at the state um, championship game. I mean, uh, it, it's just a, a complete team, and they got along really well, and it was super, super fun to coach. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, for next year, I'm looking forward to seeing how the uh, our seniors do um, further on in their life, too. Well, that's what it's all about, setting them up for success after high school as well. Morris Cron, the head coach of the Florida softball team here on Nuanas. Now, Coach, appreciate all the time today. Thanks so much for joining us, and congratulations again. Thank you very much. Pretty cool. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on at Florence High School, state championships in the fall and the spring. So, um, well done. And uh, also thanks for the help to Florence AD Scott Stigler. He's uh, a guy I've known pretty much my whole life, and uh, he's the AD down there at Florence and uh, doing a great job as well. And uh, it's cool to see some of these small schools down the Bitterroot Valley having such great uh, athletic achievements. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Also the ESPN Montana app. I'm going to keep pumping it until all of you gots it, until every single one of you 
has it. We were talking tennis the other day. I've actually been talking tennis uh, more more often than I expected. It's so funny because I'm always talking about tennis, about why people don't follow tennis. <laughs> but I've been following it. It is that time of year, though. The French Open's going on right now, and it was uh, amazing. The a picture I saw on Twitter earlier today, it was a, it was a split-screen picture, two different um, pictures as they do a pick stitch, I think is what the kids call it. And uh, one was Rafael Nadal, his, uh, I think, first French Open win when he was still a teenager. And then another picture was right now. And it was so interesting to compare and contrast uh, how he's aged, but also, also how he hasn't aged, how he still looks in such prime uh, physical condition. And that's all to say, Rafael Nadal, who is gunning for his unbelievable 14th French Open Championship at Roland Garros. He is into the finals uh, after beating third-seeded Alexander Zervev, I think is how you say his last name. And uh, pretty amazing to be playing in the French Open when you're a teenager and still playing in the French Open when you're 36 and still be the best French Open player (laughs) ever. Indisputably, uh, as you quickly approach 40, he is a... He's an athletic marvel. Rafael Nadal, not only one of the great tennis players ever, but I, I think he deserves discussion as, as one of the great athletes of the modern era. I think he has been that good. And the fact that he has a, two peers in that same realm, I mean, that's crazy. I wonder what tennis will look like when this unbelievable trio isn't... I mean, we, we, we tried to put a fork in Roger Federer. We tried to say Nadal was done. We thought it was going to be Djokovic's reign, but Novak Djokovic is still having to wait. He lost to Nadal in this tournament. So it'll be so interesting to see what tennis looks like when these guys aren't scraping up the titles, but Federer and Nadal keep on going. And once, if they ever do, if they ever are done, then Djokovic is going to have a, a chance to have a long reign because he is quite a bit younger than those two guys. So it'll be funny to see how it all plays out and a lot of fun to monitor. That is one of the best parts going about men's tennis is the fact that you have uh, indisputably, three of the all-time greatest ever playing at the same time with each other. Nuanas Dow, ESPN Radio, Hour 1 in the books. Hour 2 coming at you. Alyssa Beauchart, Big Timber, multiple-time state champion at the Class B level and headed to Montana State to run track and field. Also, Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports. Keep it right here. 102.9 FM, ESPN Missoula. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore 
live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.